Hi there, I'm Keith Cauley, and this is Thrive, a Bridgestone America's podcast where we explore our company through compelling conversations with teammates across our organization. When we talk tires and technology, a lot of people think of the most common places they see tires, maybe on the road, driving next to them on things like passenger vehicles or commercial tractor-trailer trucks. But as you likely know, Bridgestone's tire portfolio extends far beyond that mainstream into a number of specific yet very vital industries, including aircraft, agriculture, and OTR, which is where we're going to spend our time today. We talk with Rob Siebert and Grock Gates, two of Bridgestone's leaders in the OTR off-the-road space, about the incredibly important world of mining, construction, and more, where the tires are huge, the demands and challenges put on them are even greater, and many of Bridgestone's biggest technologies are being proven. We hope you enjoy this conversation. Well, we are joined today by two gentlemen who are going to talk to us about one of the big aspects of the tire portfolio, and I mean that in more of a literal, physical way. These giant tires, but also beyond what we're doing in the OTR off-the-road space. So across the table from me, we'll go far than near uh, Grok Gates, the Director of Business Development for OTR Mobility Solutions. Grok, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you, Keith. Yeah, and here in the middle of the table is Rob Siebert, President of OTR. Rob, thanks for taking the time. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we are going to dive into a couple of different aspects of the OTR world, the industry, which I think is is fascinating for people who start to peel back the layers on that onion, uh, but something maybe a lot of people don't know a lot about, right? Because you don't think about it every day, but also where OTR and all of this fits into the world of Bridgestone, an incredibly important business, an incredibly profitable and valuable business, and one that is leading technology in a lot of different ways. So before we get into all that. That's the teaser. That's the setup. Let's start with each of you. What has been your personal journeys? Are you guys big in construction and mining in the background previously, or did you just come to this? Grok, how did you get to where you are, my man? Yeah, so background in information technology and decision sciences. Came to Bridgestone in 2007, actually in an information technology role. And then in 2012, I transitioned into the commercial business and had an opportunity to really put my passion for data together with the commercial business. And that evolved into more strategic initiatives, working directly with off the road and putting the data together with that. And here we are 10 years later, still having fun. I feel like back in one of my early roles at Bridgestone, I came across you at some point because you were a guy who had like iPads out at mining sites. And it was like, these were the early days of iPads and getting that kind of away from paper kind of thing. I have to imagine for you, this whole journey that Bridgestone's been on with the digital solutions and the focus on data-driven, you know, technologies, this is like, you've been waiting for this day to come and grow, right? Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. And and to see, you know, really the things that people think of in the field and to be able to take that and prove out some of the hypotheses and theories that we've had and to have the data to substantiate it, it, it is. It's truly amazing. What about you, Rob? How does one become the president of OTR? Look at this. <laughs> well, Keith, pretty much my whole life has been big equipment, big machines. So okay. I actually started my career as an Army officer. I actually flew uh, Apache attack helicopters, so various leadership roles and operations, maintenance and logistics there. Eventually, as I transitioned out of the military, I actually went to work for one of the largest mining equipment companies Hmm. in the world. So I was a product manager there, had to do product development responsibility, sales support, got to travel to mines all over the world from Kazakhstan to Colombia and support um, mining equipment. Also did field sales and service supporting one of the largest copper mines in the world out of Salt Lake City in addition to that. 
Started my journey with Bridgestone almost uh, eight years ago. Grok and I have actually worked together every single day since I started on Off the Road. Um, been in Off the Road the entire time, marketing, sales, and then the president coming up on two years now. So I have a passion for the industry, have a passion for the equipment. And so transition from 30 plus million dollar helicopters into mining equipment <laughs> and into some of the most expensive tires in the world. Lots of big investments, just in different different ways, different uh, objectives using the equipment. But uh, that's nice to see the the passion and the the, the marrying of all of that together for you as it grows. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, on every one of those industries, you know, kind of have a common theme and they're all related around, you know, really productivity, machine availability, and operational excellence, mm -hmm. right? Whether it's the military about accomplishing the mission, making sure that you've got a strong maintenance program in place to make sure your helicopters are available. Same thing applies to mining equipment and also to our tires to make sure that our customers are getting the most availability out of them, the most performance and the most productivity so they can produce the most tons and hit their financial objectives as well. There you go. Well, and the goal of, of this podcast is to help our teammates and our, our listeners in general learn about the different areas of, of Bridgestone. I think some people might have an idea in their head when they hear what, uh, you know, OTR tires. Some might know that it means off the road in general. But uh, for those who may not know or for those who think they know and might not know the whole picture, I guess, how do you all explain OTR to somebody who's trying to figure out what OTR is? Absolutely. I think in general, we'll tie it to some foundational um, applications that people can relate to. First and foremost is the construction industry. Mm -hmm. So as you drive down the interstate, you go through neighborhoods and you see small wheel loaders, graders, scrapers, et cetera. Those are off the road products. Go to quarries. You know, we fly into BNA and you look out the window and you see that the hole in the ground there, that's a rock <laughs> quarry. And there's Bridgestone tires running there every day to help produce crushed rock for our roads, buildings, et cetera. And then also large surface mining operations produce copper, gold, et cetera. And we, you know, sell um, large haulage tires to them as well as wheel loaders. In addition, relate to the primary core areas of OTR, which are the construction, quarry, and surface mining. We also supply tires to ports and underground mining operations as well. Anything to add there? He got he's if he completed the checklist. Yeah, very right? well said. I usually keep it pretty simple and just say yellow iron. Yeah, great <laughs> right point. It's it's the stuff that digs and the stuff that carries all the heavy stuff from from the earth and beyond. But you then you're thinking construction sites. You're thinking the underground stuff is like fascinating to me because I'm like, yeah, they go under like mines go down into the earth and you're digging stuff out. It's and it's an industry right that is vital to society as a whole. It's kind of a behind the scenes kind of thing and you don't think about it every day because we're on the road and we're seeing, you know, tractor trailer trucks and passenger cars and you see a construction equipment every once in a while, but you don't really see this stuff up close. So it's not something that's top of mind to people, right? Yep, absolutely not. It's it's but it's ever present pretty much, you know, touches every part of our life. You know, there's a saying that if it's not grown, it's mined. <laughs> and it's a pretty uh, true statement there. You know, if we look, just take copper, for instance, right? Our cell phones, our computers, 65% of the world's electricity is transmitted via copper. And that all starts, you know, in a mine with a shovel, a loader, and uh, a haul truck, which then moves that ore through the process. And that's the start of that. So it's, it's around us every day. The Bridgestone Tower itself, you know, has a ton of crushed rock and aggregate that came from that quarry <laughs> outside of BNA there and its foundational to 
you know, building our society, et cetera. And that's why you're hearing so much noise around off the road when it comes to the infrastructure bill, right? So that's been put in place there to help build America's roads, bridges, et cetera, which will drive construction tire demand and also the demand for crushed rock and aggregates from our quarry industry as well. The dots being connected. I like it. Some fun facts in there on copper mining. Uh, and I think OTR is a is a world of fun facts, right? Because we think about, I, I, I joked about the literal size of some of these tires. And these are OTR tires, mining tires, the biggest tires we make at Bridgestone, right? If anybody's ever been to the Aiken uh, ORR plant out there in South Carolina, they've got the one big display that you can stand next to and just feel kind of this the insignificance of yourself next to the size of this tire. But how do you put some of this stuff into context for people? I mean, some of these things are literally larger than life when you see them in person, right? Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. And when you think about the size itself, and you usually try to make it something that they can relate to. So you go to, you know, it's 13 feet tall. <laughs> you know, you start to think about that in terms of NBA players and, you know, oh, yeah. things that they can relate it's to. Like one and a half minute bowl. Exactly. Fantastic. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just amazing the pure size and then the symphony of what it takes to actually construct the equipment itself. You know, when they're building these large haulage equipment, it's about a two week ordeal where they're actually putting the pieces together. The tires come in at the last minute. It's, it's really impressive. If you haven't had the opportunity to see that, you can watch a time lapse video of them putting <laughs> these things together, but it really starts to you know, put the size of it together. It's, it's absolutely amazing. And we think about like at a passenger tire plant or even a TBR plant, right? And there are hundreds, thousands of tires going through every day. I mean, this is like single or maybe like into the teens, right? Per day at an ORR plant. Because <laughs> these things are so massive and technolo technologically advanced. And right? into the weight, right? You yeah. Know, up, some of our product are up or over 14,000 pounds. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about moving a product like that, you think about <laughs> moving passenger tires and this, some of our tires ship three tires per shipment. That's literally how they go out. So the volume is definitely- and it takes up the whole road the when it goes. And, right? and it goes, and some of them require special permitting, oversized loads, et cetera. So it's an extremely unique product when it comes to the size, the dimensions, um, and the weight, and something that you have to almost see in person to get the perspective for. But we really have a full range, and so that's what also makes off the road really unique. You know, We have tires that actually have a 25-inch rim mm -hmm. diameter, all the way up to 63 inch, right? And that's just to make sure that we've got the right tire for the right equipment for the right application. So a lot of that construction equipment would be smaller, would have the more 25 inch wheel. But as you get up to the other stuff, it's 63 inch. That's a very broad range. And I think one of the things our teammates really love about the industry is it's just not, you know, one single um, application. Every day you get to work on something different, whether it's construction, quarry, or, you know, some of the largest haulage operations in the world. Is the one of the connect one of the connecting threads, I guess, between all of that variety in the in the industry and in the portfolio, the fact that they're all against like the most challenging demands. Like I, I feel like any of these applications you describe are like like rough and tumble surfaces. They are you can't have downtime. Like it's all of the most taxing situations that this whole range of products all has to uh, uh, be applied against. Right. Absolutely, and I think that's why you know the Bridgestone and Firestone off the road portfolio. Is is the largest portfolio in the world for the construction, quarry, and mining industries. And that's because we want to make sure that each one of those applications has a variety of tread patterns to make sure that we're going to meet the needs of mm -hmm. that diverse application, because not every construction application is the same, not every mining application is the same. So we're going to make sure we get them the right tread pattern to perform in that application from a traction standpoint, and also the right compounding and other factors to make sure that we've got the right heat resistance and 
and cut resistance for that application so that they can get the most out of it. Because to your point, they're all about productivity, making sure that they've got to get the job done on the right time, no matter the weather conditions, no matter a lot of factors, it's about productivity for them. And we got to provide them tires that enable that. Brock, I know you're on the more digital, the technology space, right? I think one of the things that some people may not realize is that these tires are almost leading the revolution for us in a lot of these digital mobility solutions, right? The idea, we Rob talked about the uptime necessary, the investments that are made by, you know, mining sites and companies in these gigantic tires. They can't have their vehicles down. They got to be running. How has, I guess, the the technology approach been different for OTR tires in this industry versus TBR, PSR to this point? Yeah, the information age has really allowed us to have access to the data um, more and more. And really what this has done, you, you think about lost time, you know, 5% of the productivity can be lost due to unplanned or downtime on the vehicles themselves. And it's absolutely, you know, productivity is key. So how do we continue to monitor these? You mentioned that we've been doing this for quite some time. You're right. We've been putting sensors literally inside the tires themselves, monitoring temperature and pressure for better part of 10 to 15 years now and learning from that. And I think where I see the evolution going is not so much in the space of, you know, we collect the data and then we we have an incident and we react to that data. Now we're really starting to leverage the modeling and the learning from it to, you know, proactively put in the countermeasures before there's an issue so that we're really starting to reduce the product, you know, reduce the downtime due to uh, unplanned maintenance. And that's the part that I think is super exciting is when you start to see that and Bridgestone's playing that role in transition from a supplier of the tire to actually being a partner consulting with the customers and seeing, you know, what are your main problem points? What can we do? What is the data telling us? And how can we help you avoid those situations proactively instead of something happening? And then we come back and we do kind of a, you know, an analysis and say, well, yeah, this happened, you know, three, four months ago. It doesn't really, it doesn't really <laughs> fix that problem that happened three or four months ago. But what's happening now is that we're, we're changing operational behaviors. We're talking to them. We're consulting with them. What's realistic? You know, we could, we could give them all the prescriptions in the world to drive the tires extremely safe and not overloaded and they'll last forever, but that's going to affect productivity. And you, we want to do it in a safe, effective manner, but also maintain their goals as a customer. Yeah, and I think Grok really, you know, nailed it there because I think when we talk about what is the definition of an off-the-road solution, you know, you kind of hit it there. It's that combination of the products that we talked about from the manufacturer, the technologies, and the combination of that with best-in-class service from our dealer network. And we can combine the three of those. That's going to ultimately lead to increased productivity for our customers. And that's really the solution that we're after with our products and our mobility solutions. When we talk about the change that's taking place in, in all of our history, all of our industries and all of mobility, right? And, and usually the natural human reaction is that they're resistant or skeptical of change. It's usually forced to a degree for people to kind of be pulled along. I mean, it, you tell me, it, it, when we're starting to introduce some of these things over the last 10 to 15 years, were people more receptive in this industry because of the need and what it could deliver? Or was there also a natural human reaction of, I like doing things the way I do things? You know, I think <laughs> I think it's a combination of the two, right? And that's where I think that the partnership becomes important. It starts out with, the, you know, the safety of it. And you think about mm -hmm. the, the seriousness of these locations. They're generally remote. Uh, it's big equipment. It's oft, often extremely dangerous work that people are doing. And unfortunately, the, you know, the 
statistics will show you that the deaths have gone up or the fatalities have gone up in the industry over the past couple of years. So there's definitely a safety aspect to this. And I think that's where we first started to build our credibility was around the ability to maintain proper air pressures from a distance mm-hmm. and being able to maintain them you know, in a, in a respectful manner that made sure that we weren't just necessary, unnecessarily checking air pressures for the mm-hmm. sake of checking air pressures. And technology helped with that. And then it starts to lend itself to the other things around, well, not only are we able to do that and, you know, keep people at a safe distance and do them a lot more efficiently, you know, it takes, you know, 30 minutes to check the air pressures at all wheel positions. Now Mm -hmm. we're doing it at the click of a button. So you build that credibility in that relationship and then it turns into, hey, you did that for me. Now what else could (laughs) could we do? And it's really been an evolution where we've sat across from the table with each other and, and heard the problems. And I think that's probably helped us out the most is that it started with, you know, being able to show some instant success, but it's evolved to so much more from there. So now as we talk about where Bridgestone fits in this world, Rob mentioned that, you know, we have one of the largest portfolios or the largest portfolio uh, in the OTR space for Bridgestone Firestone. Uh, Where does Bridgestone play in the OTR industry and where does, say, the OTR business fit within the world of Bridgestone itself? Absolutely. I think that um, off the road fits into the industry and always has been as well as in our company as a foundational and core part of our business and the industry. (laughs) Oh, you know, Bridgestone Japan primarily has been the manufacturer and supported the global off-the-road industry for years out of our plants in Japan with the radial products there and continued to lead the R&D and development of those products to serve our original equipment companies from Caterpillar to our end users and continuing to design, develop, and advance our technologies as equipment has gotten bigger. Many years ago, largest haul truck you may have seen was a payload of 150 tons of material in the back. Now these trucks are traveling down the road with over 400 tons of material in <laughs> the back of those. It insane, yes. right? Like- <laughs> yes, it's 400 tons of material plus the vehicle, right? And that takes a commitment to R&D, development, quality and manufacturing capacity investments to meet that need and commit to that and to commit to the industry as we have. You know, as we've continued to evolve as a company, we've also continued to invest into um, production in the United States to meet that global capacity. That's when with Aiken off the road coming Mm -hmm. online within the past 10 years um, and also adding some new large radial products to Bloomington within the past 24 months, that's been critical and just shows the company's commitment to invest and meet the demand for the global earth mover industry. And really that's also because, you know, it's an industry that we've been passionate about. It's, It's core, it's global, and it's also one that when you look at the Bridgestone Group, and we look at the specialty tire financials and report outs in the investor you know, relations community, et cetera. It's also a very profitable portion to the Bridgestone Group, which is one that we want to continue to you know, reinforce and support and make sure we've got the right products, the right capacity, and the right investments to support the industry where it is now and where it's going in the future. Yeah. And I, I think to give a couple of names, right, of, of products for people who may have heard this tossed around, right, you've got MasterCore is a, is a Bridgestone OTR product, is a Firestone VersaBuilt, right, is another one that's been launched in the last couple of years. But trying to cover all the different segments, like you said, it's a, it's a broad range, yeah. right? But those names, I think in the last couple of years, we've been doing product launches and really uh, getting them familiar for at least Bridgestone teammates may have heard that before. Yep, right? a- absolutely. And I think Firestone VersaBuilt was a commitment to continue to actually increase and incrementally supply products to the construction industry. 
Master Core was really one of the biggest R&D efforts as well as global manufacturing transformations that we've made in off the road probably ever, completely providing a revolutionary new casing to our customers as well as new tread patterns and compounds, which actually allowed them to increase their payloads, <laughs> their speeds, and ultimately their productivity. Um, and it's been a great success. And we're really looking forward to the future where we've got some actually some new construction products coming out. And then even next year, um, a brand new three-star casing to improve the productivity of our quarry customers. Okay. And when we talked, you know, I mentioned a couple of those products, but then Grok, you and I, we talked about some of the digital solutions, right? And that those have been being evolved over time. But what specifically, if you could give us a rundown of maybe some of the digital solutions that are maybe even more prevalent across Bridgestone that were pioneered by OTR, or what are the solutions currently in the space that is serving customers? Yeah, everybody's pretty familiar with tire pressure monitoring systems. And I would say mm -hmm. that that was one of the ones that was first born in, mm -hmm. in the off-road industry. Uh, today, we, we go to market with with that with a product called iTrack, and mm -hmm. it's very sophisticated. It's not just the temperature and pressure monitoring, but also we're using geofencing and uh, algorith specialized algorithms that we use for proactive detection of events, accelerometer data that we use and consult with the customer. So it's, it's taking temperature and pressure to the next level. Uh, we also leverage the IntelliTire product in the construction and aggregate market for much of the same things uh, tied to a telematic system. You know, we're starting to you know, really leverage some of the uh, technology that we've used in the, off, the mining space to take that to the construction and aggregate space for some of the customers there. I think that's going to be an exciting future for us. And then something that maybe a lot of people don't know is that the OTR tires themselves are serialized. So they always had the his, you know, historical ability to go back and track these tires from the day that they were manufactured and put in place. They do routine inspections and then they learn from these patterns and these trends. And that's something from a performance tracking and also a utilization perspective that OTR has been doing for a really long time. I think as you see think the advent of like RFID, those same capabilities will lend itself into the you know truck bus radio and even the consumer space. So a lot of that, you know, the maturity, the ability to track the tires and look at them from a performance perspective and efficiency perspective, all that kind of started there. But it's uh, it's something that's live we do today. We leverage the toolbox platform for that. Even the tire matic space where we're starting to learn from the data. That's the part I was talking about earlier that mm -hmm. I think is really the transformational piece where it's not just about the data collection, but how do we bring all this together to tell us story that's, you know, specific to that customer. That's where I think the partnerships are really starting to grow. And so where do we go? I mean, it seems like this has always been kind of on the cutting edge and leading both from a technical product perspective, but a solutions perspective. So what do we see as the future? What are the big ideas and objectives for OTR moving forward? Yeah, I, th I think a lot of that's going to be that continued growth around what are we doing with the data? We talked a little bit earlier about how do I, instead of just react to some of these situations, how do I prevent them? How do I you know, measure it and ensure that these, you know, it's, it's one thing to say that, hey, we're going to help you with your productivity. We're going to help you with your efficiency, but we actually measure it and we show mm -hmm. it and we continue to you know, learn from it. Some quarters we may do really well some quarters we may not. But, you know, the one part that I think, you know, we've talked about the products and the technology, but one of the things that really sets Bridgestone aside and, and OTR, you know, is absolutely globally around the world. It's the people. They're so passionate about this. They wake up, they, you know, that's all they can think about is, you know, this tire or this happened and that happened. And now we're using the data to, you know, kind of drive the story and maybe even the decision behind what we're going to do next. I think that's what, you know, it's not just the collection of the data, but it's, what, you know, the actionable insight. What are we going to do next? And what does that mean for that particular customer where it's different for this other operation? That's what I'm seeing more and more of. And that's where I think, I think that we will be different. And I think you you asked earlier, like, what's the customer's perception? Are they receptive mm -hmm. to this? And I think that's what's most, when you talk about where are we going, I think the best part is we're going there 
with our customers. I think they've kind of transformed and they're looking at opportunities to improve their productivity. Our customers have autonomous vehicles. Mm -hmm. They're gonna continue to transform to autonomous fleets and all of those. And I think it's gone from looking at a tire as a consumable item, but that tire plus the technology and the people that Bridgestone brings along with it as a component in their haulage system. So how do you continue to get as much out of that haulage system much efficiency, productivity, and lowered cost. And how can Bridgestone be a part of that journey with our customers is where we're going. And that's where the opportunity is long-term is that partnership and being able to co-create and improve together. Well, there you go. The future happening for the last 10 to 15 years before we even got to Bridgestone 3.0 and now carrying it into the future uh, through our gigantic 13-foot tall tires and beyond, right? I mean, 400 tons of vehicle just rolling down the road. Who, who knew, man? That's, that's just <laughs> insanity to try to comprehend. I'm not a math guy anyway, so uh, we'll have to find ways to put that into into really good words and and, and context for people. Um, but this has been great conversation to, to learn. I mean, I, I knew that we made really big tires, but to understand the full breadth of the portfolio, the industry, what it's been doing from the digital side is great. Uh, Grok, thanks for taking the time to share and join us today. Rob, thanks for, for stopping by and filling us all in on OTR. Absolutely. Thanks for having us, Keith. So where the operational stakes and investments are big, it's the combination of size, strength, and smarts that make the difference. And pioneering intelligent technologies to pair with high-quality products and service already designed to withstand the harshest conditions, Bridgestone's OTR business is helping lead the data-driven evolution that is now at the core of our company's sustainable solutions vision. If you like this chat, be sure to listen to some of our other conversations. Wherever it is, you listen to podcasts. And remember, you can also watch episodes from season three and forward on the Bridgestone America's YouTube page. Wherever you hear us or watch us, feel free to give us a rating or a review. Tell us how we're doing. And you can always send us a question, episode idea, or a piece of feedback via email at thrivepodcast at bfusa.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Keith Colley, reminding you to keep on keeping on. And remember that at Bridgestone, today, tomorrow, together, we thrive. Be good, everybody.